Welcome to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. I will be speaking with industry leaders on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today I have with us Brahma Shama. He's the regional cluster head Southeast Asia at Eku Worldwide and based in Singapore. Brahma, it's great to have you with us today. How are you? Hey Nick, absolutely thrilled to be part of this program here and uh, I've been seeing a lot of things happening around EG and Singapore. It's been fabulous. I'm very happy to be associated with it for the last four years, I must say so. Thank you so much for the opportunity today. Great to have you on the show, Brahma, and, and you picked a topic that is very close to my heart. So we're going to jump into it soon, indeed, resilience. But before we jump into the topic, can you introduce yourself to the listeners? Hey, great. Um, to the listeners, my full name goes as Brahmanand Sharma. You can fondly call me Brahma. That's how I'm known as. Um, I've been with uh, ECU, my current employer, for the last 12 years. I've been in the industry on logistics and uh, forwarding for last 17 years. Worked in a uh, few other companies before joining EQ Worldwide. For the last 10 years, I've been driving the P&L uh, responsibilities. Uh, current role takes care of my Southeast Asia responsibilities, including countries like Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Philippines, Thailand, and Vietnam. Okay, and, and Brahma, resilience then. Let's jump into the topic. What, what is the resilience? Hey, I think uh, before I even get into the topic of resilience, um, you are a great example of what it is, right? I did not explain further about it. Your book talks about your resilience, your story. So if you go by uh, a normal standard uh, terminology or a sentence, how do you describe resilience? It's about the ability to recover quickly, ability to stand up when you fall, ability to rub off the dust the dirt, the pain, and start walking again towards a goal that you have set for yourself. It is about having that mental equilibrium, a balanced state of mind. It is about being adaptive to a situation, channelizing your energies in the right way. And in today's environment, this is the most often used word, resilience, right? We have cha challenges like the pandemic. Everybody in the world was resilient. They fought it out. They showed resilience. They showed a way to come back and start living normal lives again. Countries show resilience. Cities do show resilience. Great example is where I worked most part of my initial logistics time was Mumbai. The city is known for its resilience, right? So at every stage that we are today, we can see examples around us where someone, some country, some city, somebody around us has shown what is called resilience, the ability to fight back, the ability to stand up and still pursue their goals. So in a broader perspective, while we are all dealing with this so-called VUCA world, I think it is important uh, point for us to remember that we need to have this innate ability to be resilient. Right. And, and, and uh, then Brahma, as a business leader, how can we learn to be resilient in your, uh, would you say? I think this is a very great question, uh, Nick. To be resilient is actually starting from yourself. So it starts from within. So you need to build that sort of characteristic, the ability to fight back. And that comes from one, either experiences that you've gone through in your life. Two, comes from the people that you see around and you look up to. Three, comes from 
the corporate culture itself that you're working in. So there are three influences that can mold you to be resilient, but it all starts with being resilient from within. So this calls for certain personality traits that you may exhibit or you want to exhibit. One, you need to be adaptive. So when you have a challenge, when you fall down, you need to understand that this is a passing phase. This is a passing cloud. I need to stand up again. I need to reframe my plan, my approach, be adaptive to the changing scenario. It also comes from self-belief. You need to believe in yourself. You don't expect somebody else to come and pat your back always. You need to be that strong personality who believes in yourself and says, yes, what I'm thinking, what I'm planning is going to work. I may have setbacks, but I will fight it out and self-confidence, right? You need to be confident. There will be people who will put you down. There will be people who may say that your particular approach may not be right. However, it's your self-belief that will take you forward. And in all of these aspects, what is also important is how are you looking at balancing your mental energies at that moment? Because there's a significant impact of how your brain functions and how your objectives are achieved. If you have an equilibrium, and maintain the mental balance, that is where all of this will fall in place. And so it is very essential for us as leaders, once we start demonstrating some of these characteristics, as team members, they will start looking up to us. And we have enough examples where we had to leave the team with showing such sort of a resilience. Like, for example, we had a cyber situation last, last year. Uh, globally, we were shut. And leaders like us, my management, my bosses, they started demonstrating what resilience means. We took up all the strings, we fought it back, we showed the team how we need to put things back in order. Everybody believed in us, we believed in the management, we all had a common purpose, we aligned to that common objective, and we adapted to that challenge. And then we made changes to our structure currently so that we are resilient, we are prone, uh, no more prone for any of such uh, cyber incidents. So I think every company that has gone through certain turmoil has built in this culture of resilience. And that is how uh, we need to live the current VUCA world. Indeed. I, I think, Brahma, you're saying something that this is the way to, to, to really lead through this VUCA world. And, and why should then companies focus on this? It's quite obvious what you're saying. And, but uh, how can they do that? How can they spend resources on getting their leaders to be resilient? Hey Nick, again, another good question and I would love to answer it this way. Companies are what? Companies are made of people. People are what? Mindsets. A group of minds coming together to work for a common objective. So it is very important that whoever is running the companies or whoever is in charge of these teams are building a resilient mindset in their teams. Now, that will create a certain uh, way of dealing with the uncertainties that would come up, that would be posed from time to time because nothing is as stable as we thought before. And it is very essential for organizations to start working on the resilient side of it. And you already start seeing that in the last three years, so many industries have adapted to the new changes, right? So I think everybody's already talking about it. They've made changes to their own mindsets. They have created certain probably a learning and development programs. They have created certain sort of uh, uh, disaster recovery plans. So they may not necessarily be a, a sort of, you know, uh, approach for resilience, but mind is something which we need to control. As leaders, we need to push people to ensure that setbacks are 
temporary we need to work for the bigger picture so i think it's more like you face it you stand up when there's adversity look for opportunities in adversities and you own it and that's when you'll be successful right and uh, we're coming out of the pandemic now and but there's many more trouble and challenges around the world going on and i think uh, brahma if we look at the news we can be easily quite depressed and in a negative state uh, with so much turmoil going on but in regards to resilience then what have changed would you say this year i think um the, the the year is still looking uncertain for us especially in the shipping and logistics space uh we have gone through the last two years of challenges with ports being uh, congested with terminal operations being affected with trucking being a major challenge and we see that a uh, uh, little bit of stability now as we speak quarter 3 looks better quarter 4 should look even more better but i think there's always uh, learning there's always a preparedness that organizations must uh, face up is not only just for shipping and uh, forwarding it also applies to every other industry we have to prepare for anything that would come up next year we never know that and uh, i think so most of the uh, board meetings today are also talking about how to build in a resilient let's say for example an organization which is probably resilient on the operational side resilient on the infrastructure side and also uh, bring in this adaptability and uh, ability to accept change that could happen overnight so i think these are all terms that have been talked about every boardroom is discussing this every leader worth his uh, capacity is trying to impress his team members and, and and show with example or create that sort of a resilient nature among his teams right and how can a leader then use resilience to give them a competitive edge i think organizations that have gone through a challenge and bounce back faster have a very strong brand equity in the market because people are watching you competition is watching you your customers are watching you your internal and external stakeholders are watching you and when they know that this company can bounce back even if there was an adversity that is where the respect for the organization goes up the brand equity goes up and you are able to face your customers more confidently and as as a team then you are able to put a strong face in front of the organization and say hey we are here for you yeah and i love that and indeed we we need the companies to understand what we're doing and and supporting us through this transformation it's different times more challenging times and with resilience also i would say one key part here brahma in all of this is keeping open communication daring to be vulnerable as a leader to admit that when we make mistakes and share our learnings and so people can see that this person fell but they also coming back and they are recovering and perhaps better and stronger than ever before and it comes from not covering up mistakes by also being very transparent uh, as a leader and what do you think brahma absolutely spot on i think an open communication is a key uh, in today's uh, situation or a vuka world i think communication becomes a strong way of channelizing your thought process your plans and your actions that should be driven down from top to bottom or bottom up so absolutely spot on uh, nick thank you so much for that brahma and to all the listeners we've been talking to brahma shama the regional cluster head southeast asia ecu worldwide singapore we've been talking about resilience and finally brahma if the listeners want to get in touch with you what's the best way for them to reach out i'm uh, 24 by 7 on whatsapp so people can reach out to me on whatsapp or leave an email at my official email id i'll be more than happy to uh, reach out to them and 
continue the conversations. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Brahma, and have a great rest of the week. Thank you for listening to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secret of the C-suite.